0: Welcome to the Anne The Net Appeared podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Benzel, intuitive mentor for thought leaders, coaches, and content creators. In this podcast, you'll hear from badass humans who have taken big leaps of faith and the net appeared. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Anne The Net Appeared podcast. I am here with Alisa Ellis, Alisa is a wardrobe stylist, speaker, course creator, and one of my fellow co-authors on the book Spark Your Shift, which came out in February, which is, so it's April 1st that we're recording this already. That time is I know, isn't five. that crazy? Yeah, that was such a whirlwind of hitting the bestseller list right out of the gate and Yeah, it's just been an honor to be on that journey with you. And I'm so excited to have you on the podcast and so excited to see where this conversation goes. So welcome.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited about this.
0: Yeah, me too. I would love to hear from you just about what your work is in the world, what you're up to. I can summarize what I know of what you do, uh, but it's always best to hear from sure. you and from your heart, what you're up to and what you help people with.
1: I love helping women. And I do have a few male clients find clothes that fit the body they have now so that they look good, feel good and walk out the door with confidence. And it makes such a difference when you put clothes on that fit your body, as opposed to things that are too tight in the arm or around your waist or that are constricting. And I just love seeing a client put something on that she feels amazing in. And, you know, she stands a little taller and her shoulders go back and a smile goes across her face. And that just makes all the difference in the world, really knowing that there's clothes out there that fit you and that you can look good and feel good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I help women go through their closets. I do closet edits, outfit coordination, personal shopping. And I work with clients on their branding and professional photos. Uh, And the reason I start really in the closet is because so many women have a closet full of clothes that don't fit. You know, we may have a closet that's this big, but we're really only working with this much space. And people don't realize, I like to say that your closet is valuable real estate and everything you put in it either adds or detracts value. And people start off their day feeling frustrated and defeated because they have clothes that don't fit. And we have such a hard time of letting go of what's not working for us because we don't want to let go of them because we spent money on them. Maybe we have a memory attached to them or we might wear them if we lose weight or we might go somewhere where, you know, like we have all these ultimatums kind of we put on ourselves when really we should just fill our closet with clothes that we love. Yeah.
0: I love that so much because my background being a body image coach, I know that struggle around clothes. I know it for myself so well, and for women that I worked with in the past. And it's the reminder when you open your closet of the clothes that you're holding to because you hope one day you'll fit into again, or the clothes that, I don't know if we fluctuate and we're all over the map. We go to get dressed for a day when we want to feel confident. We want to look our best. We want to stand tall and radiate our light out into the world. And we open our closet and we're like, Oh, right.
1: Yep. Exactly. (laughs) That (laughs)
0: reminder that we're not where we're, where we want to be or that we're holding out for this future that may or may not occur. And it takes away from our ability to Love who we are now and love the way we look now, the body that we have now. So, I absolutely love that that's such a big part of your
1: message. Absolutely. When I work with clients, I tell them we need to find clothes that fit the body you have now, not the one you want, not the one you had, not the one you're going to have. Because, like you said, so many of us put our lives on hold. You know, well, I'll get that when I am this weight or when I'm this size or I'll do that when. And it's like, why are we waiting? You know, I, I actually decided I deleted all my weight loss apps. I'm not using my scale. It's more about, I want to live a healthy life where I feel comfortable in the body that I have now. If I lose weight, great. If I don't, I don't, but I have clothes that fit me. And listen, I've been everything from a size 10 to an 18 plus. And I say plus, cause I stopped buying clothes. But I've been everything in between. And, and now I'm somewhere between a 14, 16. And, you know, I love my body and the clothes I have in my closet fit me. And if I lose weight, great. If I gain a little weight, I'm going to buy something that fits me because I know that struggle. I've sat in my closet and not been able to fit in anything and cried because it's like, what's wrong with me? Well, there's nothing wrong with us. You know, especially now during COVID, the average weight gain was about 20 pounds. And so I have clients who are like, nothing fits me. And not only nothing fits me, but I don't want to be that person anymore. I want to be this person. This is how I want to look and feel going forward. Where can I find those pieces?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And having clothes that feel good and feel exciting and that you look good in now, that just allows you to to be in that place of being excited about the life that you have now and being willing to take big leaps to absolutely do things you want to do, to... Just live a life that feels good and fulfilling, not have that constant reminder that you're not where you wanna be. And I love that about like throwing out the scale. Just live your life, live your life in a way that feels good. And it's a lot easier to do that when you don't have that constant reminder that you're not where you wanna be.
1: Yes. And how about just being happy with where you are now? You can Mm -hmm. still have goals, you can still wanna get fitter, you can still wanna lose weight, whatever, but being happy with where you are now is, is a much different mantra than I'm not good enough or I'll be better when it's okay. I'm good with me right now. And then let's see where I go from there. You know, I mean, it's just, it's a different mentality. And so when you wake up and you have clothes that fit and you're excited to put on and that are comfortable, it makes all the difference in the world when you wake up and you can do that as opposed to, Oh, you know, nothing fits. This is too small. This is too tight, you know, and knowing that you're worthy, you're worthy where you are right now, because so many of us, we wait, we spend money on our friends, our parents, our, you know, our children, whatever it is, we spend money on everybody else sometimes. And some women are like, oh, well, no, I don't want to buy that. Cause it's a little bit, you know, it's, it's too much. I don't want, we don't want to spend money on ourselves for some reason. There's some women who do that and we're so willing to do it for everybody else, but we forget to fill our own cup.
0: Mm. And that applies to so many different areas of our lives. Yeah, if we can find absolutely. ourselves in that place of, yeah,
1: not wanting to treat ourselves because we don't feel worthy. We don't feel right. worth it. Absolutely. So I, that's my big thing. You're worthy no matter what your weight is. And style is not a size. Style is not a size. It's not a number on a scale. It doesn't matter what size you are. You can look good, feel good and have confidence. I see that every day on Instagram. That's one of the plus things about Instagram. You know, you can get into all its worthiness or not, but I love seeing plus size women, not plus size women of all body shapes, wearing things they love and being confident, you know, because mm-hmm. for so long I was told don't wear stripes, don't wear bright colors, don't wear white pants, don't wear, you know, there's this long list of things I wasn't supposed to wear because I plus size. And then I started seeing all these women on Instagram and I was like, well, they look cute. I can look cute too. But it's this whole mantra in our head that we tell ourselves we can't do that, but we can, you know, sometimes we just need a little push.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. And those rules, again, that's another way to keep us stuck at that point of, well, I can't wear that. I can't do this. I'm not where I want to be. And here's another reminder of it.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: like just do what you want, wear what you want. And can we talk about the Instagram thing? Like follow people who inspire you in whatever area it may be, whether it's style, whether it's business, whether it's any other aspect of your life, but people who are doing the things, who are breaking the rules, who are showing up in ways that expand you and excite you. And show you what's possible for you. Because I think absolutely when we talk about body stuff, when we think of Instagram, we think, well, I, my mind often goes straight to that Instagram model, that Instagram reality, that super polished highlight reel, right? That's what is so common. Or how do I want to say that? It's like, well, that's the norm. That's what people yeah. think when, when we think Instagram, but you have Every possibility to curate your feed and the people that you yes. follow. So yes. ditch the accounts that make you feel like shit, that are like the super skinny Instagram models that make you feel like you'll never look that hot. And go and follow people who actually look like you and who make you feel good about who and where yeah. you are right now.
1: Yeah. And for me, at least where I'm at in my life, it's not about skinny or not skinny for me right now, it's just about age. Like I'm not going to follow someone who's in her twenties only because that's not something I'm going to wear. Those aren't things I'm going to do. Those interests aren't my interest. And not to say that I'm not going to follow someone who's in her sixties either, but it's like, I just, I want to follow people who are more along my vibe, you know, people who are going to Oh, I, I could totally wear that skirt, or oh, yeah, I would totally go to that place, or even food. You know, that's food that I would make or not, you know. So I absolutely curate my feed too. There are some, you know, new things that I've added, but it's really more about things that are going to lift me up and not cause me to go into this comparison. Comparison's the thief of joy, and it really. I don't want to look at things that where I feel like I'm missing out or I'm not worthy enough. I want to look at things that are like, Oh, that's cool. I could do that. You know, I could pull that off or, you know, maybe I'll try that. I do a wannabe Wednesday typically on Instagram where I take someone who's a different body shape, different height, different size, everything, different age. And then I copy or try to imitate what they've done using my own spin on it. And it's always fun and people love it because you think that you can only wear sometimes something that somebody else who looks like you, but you don't have to. You can go out of the box and shop your closet and figure out what works for you and just use it as inspiration.
0: Yeah, that's super inspiring. I love that. I usually ask towards the end where we can find you on Instagram, but I feel like we should plug your Instagram oh, right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? So uh,
1: it's at stylish curvy girl.
0: Perfect. Yeah, so yeah, hop Instagram. over there, follow Elisa on Instagram. and. Yeah. It is so important to curate your feed, to follow people who inspire you. And if you're not like ask yourself, why, why do you put yourself in that situation where you open up your phone and scroll through people that don't inspire you or that make you feel ways that or no one makes us feel anything, but that you find right, yourself yeah. feeling triggered. It's or- putting
1: you in a situation just like when you're standing in front of your closet and you don't have the right clothes to fit the body you have now. It's yeah. just frustration and, you know, a feeling of unworthiness. So, mm-hmm. and it could be that you have clothes that fit, but maybe you're tired of them. You know, sometimes we need to refresh our wardrobes just maybe with color or some prints or just something new because we get tired of wearing the same thing. It's like a refresh. You just need a new focal point, whether it's something simple like a belt or a piece of jewelry, or even a blazer, you know, whatever your style is, you just need to think about what new pieces. I just found something at it on sale. It was less than $30. It was a pop of color. And I'm like, oh, that's totally fun for spring and summer. You know, it could be something from Target or Walmart, or you don't have to spend a lot of money to look good.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think some of the blocks are with women spending money on themselves? I know we touched on that a little bit, but it it can be, that's a whole ball
1: of wax. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, there's so many things, you know, like I said, we, we have, so many women have no problem spending money on other people and it's just the same thing with time. We forget to take time and make time for ourselves. And it's, again, it goes back to the worthiness and the waiting. Well, but I don't want to buy that because, I might lose weight. I don't want to buy that because I'm not happy with the size, especially now I hear that a lot. I don't want to buy new clothes right now because I'm not happy with the size that I'm at. Okay. I get that. But sometimes you just need to buy a few new pieces to kind of carry you through. If you're going to go on a weight loss journey, if you're going to start working out, you know, I remember sitting in my closet and I, as I mentioned earlier, I was a size 14. I broke down crying because none of my pants fit me and I could, be depressed and sad. But what I decided is I took myself to Target. I spent $20 on a size 16 pair of jeans and it made all the difference in the world to just be able to get up and put on something that fit and that felt good. And so then it like totally changed my day and we forget to do that for ourselves. We do it for everybody else, but we don't do it for ourselves. And so I really try and encourage women to set aside a budget. It could be $10 a month. It could be $20. It doesn't have to be a lot. And there's really so many great ways to save money when you're, when you want to go buy some clothes, but set aside time for yourself and a budget so that you know, okay, I can spend this on myself, you know, and it's, I don't have to go over budget, but get yourself a new top or a new bra or a new pair of pants, whatever it is, because I have so many clients that don't fit in their clothes. So I say, okay, buy one pair of pants or one skirt, you know, whatever it is that you wear, because not everybody wears skirts or pants. Find one thing that fits you and buy it in the size that fits. And then at least you have one thing that you can mix and match with your other pieces. It's just really tough. We're hard on ourselves and we don't give ourselves grace. We forget, honestly.
0: Yeah. I love that advice to just spend a bit of money. It doesn't have to be the $300 pair of jeans. No. (laughs) Just get something that you're going to feel good in because so much of it is energy. Like if we feel frumpy if we feel down on ourselves we're not going to show up in our lives in a way that we can achieve or attract what it is that we want whether that's like the motivation to live healthier or to right aspire or to reach for your goals whatever it might be if you're feeling in that really low energy space and the clothes that you're wearing or the clothes that you have available to you are contributing to that right. just like do something that's within your reach to make a little shift. I'm all about the little shifts in yeah, all areas of life, absolutely. just the little incremental changes that you can make and they add up and they get you one step at a time closer to where you want to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I have, you know, a lot of people during COVID have been wearing sweats, kind of loungewear, pajamas. And I really believe that getting up and getting dressed and taking time for yourself, whatever that is, you know, for some of my clients, it's putting on makeup. For some, it's putting on a fun pair of earrings. For some, it's putting on a bracelet, you know, or putting on a pair of jeans, real pants. Everybody has what makes them feel you know, confident and beautiful. And I encourage my clients to do that. I even had one who mentioned to me that her therapist encouraged her to get up and get dressed every day because it just kind of changes, you know, when you show up for yourself, you're going to show up for everybody else better. So whatever that means, you know, I'm not saying you need to get up and get fully dressed and makeup and jewels, but what is it that makes you feel like you're up and dressed and ready for the day? Because when you do that, when you show up for yourself 1st you're able to, you know, it's like filling your own cup first, then you're able to serve everybody else so much better. And it really, like you said, that little shift can make all the difference in the world on how you start your day. Mm -hmm. That's
0: huge for working from home.
1: I know I have days
0: where I'll wake up and I'll still be in my pajamas and I'll get started on something. And before I know it, like an hour has passed and I still feel like I've just rolled out of bed And I notice my energy. It's like, yeah, I could stay in that state all day if I wanted. No one's going to see me. It doesn't matter. But I know that when I do just put in a little bit of effort for myself, it makes such a big difference to my energy. It's not about what anyone else is going to see or how I'm even presenting myself to the world. It's an energy thing. It's like, I wouldn't go so far as to say adorning myself when I'm working from home and I just go and put on a bit of makeup or I put on actual clothes, not the But it makes you type. feel
1: better, right? Totally. It makes you feel better and how you're doing your work and how you're presenting yourself. It makes it just that tiny shift makes a huge difference for you. Totally.
0: And I'm all about like being the person that you came here to be like shining your right. light, living out your big dreams. And it's like, if that's going to help you to step towards that and to embody that person and to live from that reality that you're calling in, because that's right. a big thing that I teach too, is like, become the person you want to be now. And I don't think the the me that where I'm going is
1: wearing pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah. I have a money mantra. I have, you know, I try and journal and I, t- and it's, it's a journaling about where I want to be a year from now. Right. And it's envisioning the, you know, how much money I'm making, the clients I'm serving, I'm traveling, I'm doing all these things, but I'm not doing it in my pajamas. yeah. Right. I'm doing it as a wardrobe stylist and I'm showing up for myself and my clients. And, and that's true for everybody, no matter what, you know, like you said, you have dreams, you have ideas and things that you're going after. And you know, that it's not going to be from your desk in your pajamas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to envision something bigger, which is kind of how my girlfriends invite and kind of envisioned this for me before I even envisioned what I do now. So it's, just kind of growing into that space for sure, allowing yourself to grow into that space. Yeah, that's cool. So, your girlfriend saw you like
0: in your next right. level before you. So, I, oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I used to be in corporate, I was an event planner for 20 plus years. And I, when we would get together I'd, we'd always go shopping we'd go through her closet and she's like you know what? you should really do this and I'm like yeah whatever you know I left my carpet job due to some you know life changes we moved around and I could no longer do my carpet job so I started doing Stella and Dot which is a jewelry and accessory company and over time I started helping clients who were buying big statement necklaces you know they would want to know okay this is how I wear it on stage but how do I wear it with my everyday clothes. And that's really how I started my Instagram page was okay, look, jeans and a t-shirt throw on some jewels. This is how you wear what you wear. And then over time I had friends who were going through divorce and they needed to go back to work and they didn't know what that looked like. They didn't know what business casual was. So I'd go through their closets and I'd help them put together two weeks worth of outfits without trying to spend a lot of money on, you know, maybe you just need a pair of slacks or a skirt. And again, my girlfriend, she's like, you really you should do this. And so I did, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see if I can create a business to make it work and actually get paid to do this. Cause I was just doing it for fun. You know, it was friends and people I knew, and that's how I created my business years ago. And it just kind of kept growing and referral based. And then of course COVID hit. And so I kind of had to pivot a little bit and I created the online course, which is closet transformation to help people in an online setting get rid of what's not working for you in your closet and find clothes that you love and to talk about like capsule wardrobes and how to save money and just buy investment pieces. And, you know, people want to know how to dress sustainably. They don't want to have to keep going out and shopping and shopping. They want to know if you can really get dressed with just a few pieces. And, and so that was a new part of what I was doing and it was terrifying. And making a leap of faith is terrifying But, you know, when you grow, it's the magic happens outside the box. You know, I used to have that on my phone as my picture. You just have to remind yourself, you got to go outside your comfort zone.
0: Mm, That's gold. I know. It's
1: just, (laughs) you know, that I have it on a bangle because it's just my reminder that that's where it happens. You have to do things that are, you're scared of. And if you fail, you fail. You know, we may possibly move to a new state in a few months and I have to restart my business. And I'm thinking to myself, what if it doesn't work? Okay. Well, if it doesn't work, then I'll go get a job. If that's the worst of it. Okay. I'm okay. I'll figure it out. You know? So, you know, I, I can do what I do virtually. I already do that. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and put myself out there.
0: Yeah, totally. And Yeah, like where do I want to take that? There's so many directions that I could take that in terms of you'll always figure things out. Like even failure isn't really a thing. Often it's just a new direction.
1: Absolutely. Like at the end of last year, I had my business. I'd been working it for several years. I went to trademark the name because I wanted to roll out the Closet Transformation course. And I realized somebody had the name I was using or one that was very similar to it. And so I had to rebrand myself. I had to come up with a new name. And it was terrifying. It was like, what if this doesn't work? And people aren't going to know me. And one of my coaches said, people don't work with you because of your name. They work with you because of you. And it was this big aha moment where I just kind of blessed and released it because I was very sad. You know, It's like your baby. You come up with this name and idea and you you have to let go of it. And so I was like she's right. People don't work with me because of the name of my company. They work with me because of me. And so I was like, okay. And so then we came up with a new name and which is turnkey style and we went with it. And nobody even really noticed that I changed my name, which was the funny part. <laughs> I think I had one client reach out to me this last month and say, "Hey, didn't you used to have a different name?" And aside from that, nobody really noticed. And so I had all this angst and fear over it and really it was nothing. And so we just have to move forward and kind of have this hope and faith that it's going to work. And if it doesn't, then you tweak it and you keep moving forward.
0: Yeah. And just having that faith that even if you move forward, or even if you have to adjust what you're doing, it's going to lead you to something even better. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Which is, you know, I met Jessica through Instagram and, and then it led to the book, which is, oh my gosh, how amazing is that? I can say that I'm a best-selling author and so can Woo-hoo. you. And <laughs> it's so exciting. Like if you would have told me 45 years ago, you're going to be a best-selling author. I'd be like, like what are you talking about? <laughs> but it's just all these little shifts that we make that take us to where we are now. And it's so exciting. And sometimes that starts with how you dress. You know, I had a client send me pictures yesterday. She went shopping on her own. She's like, look what I found. And you could just see that she felt confident in her purchases and what she was wearing. And that all started because we went through her closet and got rid of what wasn't working for her. And now she knows, okay, this is what I can buy. This is what works for my body shape. And she's excited. I love that. She's excited about the pieces that she purchases and she sends me pictures and she feels, you can just see it. You know, she feels confident in what she's wearing.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that you found yourself on this path of doing this work because it was just so natural to you. And it was you following your gifts and doing what your friends already could see you would be good at. And it was just kind of like allowing yourself to, take steps in that direction.
1: I made a leap of faith. And, you know, it was so interesting because for so long I felt like, well, I need to get, I'm not as good as I'm less than because I don't have special certifications. Right. There's a lot of women who have, I like to say letters at the end of their name. And I was working with a coach because I'm like, well, you know, I really, I don't know. And she's like, I don't have any certifications. I don't have, I didn't go to a coaching school and she gets paid thousands and thousands of dollars by these CEOs. Right. And I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, you just have to believe in yourself. She goes, you have skills and experience, which I do, but I just never thought about that way. You know, it's again, this idea of unworthiness. We think less of ourselves when it's our friends talking to us you know, they see us in a better light sometimes than we see ourselves. It's how we talk to ourselves. And so when she said that to me, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. And I've heard Amy Porterfield even say, if you know 10% more than the average person, then you're way ahead of the game. But it's this idea of believing in ourselves. And so sometimes we need that encouragement. So I've had a lot of these little aha and shifts along the way. And I feel more empowered now because I mean, I know, I know this, I don't know how I know it. I just know it maybe because my mom always kind of put these outfits together and, and I watched her do it, but I just, I know how to do it. And no, I didn't go to a special school and I can give you tips and tricks, but it's not anything like, there's no secrets that I'm keeping from you. You know, it's just what I know. And I'm so blessed because I had people who encouraged me and had faith in me and believed in me enough so that I could then believe in myself and think, Okay, I'm going to make this leap of faith.
0: Yeah, and follow through on what comes I would imagine came quite naturally to you.
1: Yes, and it's crazy. People always say, "Oh, you look so put together." And it's like, "Okay, this is just how I just <laughs> how I dress, you know?" Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I just picture a world where if we all followed what came naturally to us and did what excited us and felt just like a no brainer. If we were all living out and sharing our gifts, the world would be such a beautiful place rather than this like hustle and force and working jobs that don't feel aligned and doing the things we think we should. When really there's this other thing over here that just seems like, well, that's way too easy or no one would want that. That's a no brainer. (laughs) It's like, like you said, if you're just 10%, further along. Or I always think of that like, you only need to be a couple steps further down the path to help Absolutely. the people to lead the people that are behind you.
1: Absolutely. For sure. And it's just about having faith in yourself and believing in yourself. You know, you and I were talking earlier about, yes, I read this book by Shonda Rhimes, The Year of Yes. And I fell in love with it because it's about saying yes to yourself. Yes to everything. Yes to yourself. Yes to your health yes to self-care, to the things that you love, just like you mentioned. And so I wanted this year to be my year of yes. And so I'm saying yes to things I would normally say, oh, Lordy, no, <laughs> like, no way in hell. But I'm, I have a friend who was putting on a program and in December, because I read the book at the end of last year, she says, I think I'm going to put together this conference and I need a speaker for being on stage. And I was like, yes, I didn't have a talk. I didn't have a title. I had no idea what the hell I was going to talk about or do. I said, yes. She goes, okay, because you didn't hesitate. I'm like, no, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Haven't done it, but I'll figure it out. And I did. And it was great. And it was super exciting. And now I'm speaking on more stages and it's just really exciting.
0: Mm, That's so cool. And it is that faith in yourself that you'll figure it out. Yeah, it's terrifying. but it's that mindset of, do I want to do this, but I'm just afraid. So I'm saying no, because I'm afraid or am I afraid, but I really want to do it. So I'm going to say yes. And I know that I'm going to figure it out.
1: Yeah. And it's just about just saying yes and figuring it out later. Even sometimes with style with my clients, they're used to wearing black and they're terrified of color. And so maybe it's just adding a small color underneath a blazer or a pair of earrings or a belt, or maybe it's a parachute, you know, just adding things a little bit at a time can make such a huge difference.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I fully agree with that. Just again, it's like
1: the little steps. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It makes a huge difference. And they find typically when they try new things, it's that little bit of comfort. You get a little bit of comfort at a time. And sometimes people, they they think that I'm going to have them put things on that they're not okay. Like I can suggest a style to someone, but if they're not comfortable in it, they're not going to, they're not going to shine. You know, I have clients who try things on and I can see them like futzing in it, you know, and it's like, that doesn't look like it fits right. Oh, but I really like it and I love it. And I'm like, but you don't look comfortable in it. And so there's some items that we keep for, let's say, 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, depending on if they're in a journey or they're trying to lose weight or whatever it is that they have going on. And usually after a period of time, they realize they don't love it. They don't want it. You know, I had one client who had this blue jacket. She's like, that's my Sergeant Pepper jacket. I love that jacket. But when she put it on, it didn't really fit properly. And she really didn't have anything to go with it. So I said, okay, well, let's put some outfits together. You can keep it for 30 days, 60 days. I'll check in with you. And it was really funny because after 30 days, she's like, you know, I haven't worn it. Because what happens is when she'd put it on, she'd remember, oh, it doesn't really fit right. And so she'd take it off and put it back in her closet, which is what we all do. We put something on. It doesn't quite fit right. Instead of giving it away, we're like, oh, we'll just put it back. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw her after about 60 days, she handed me the jacket. She's like, here you go because she realized she really didn't love it. She loved the idea of it, but she really didn't love the jacket or how it fit. And my clients know when I work with them in person that I take the clothes with me and I have a women's shelter that comes to my home a couple of times a month. So when they give me the clothes, they know it's going someplace where somebody else will be able to use it. And so it makes it easier for them to let go of things.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. I think that's so important. That reminder of when we put the thing on and it doesn't fit well and we put it back. Mine is often, I tell myself I'm going to get it altered. Like I have a few pieces that I'm like, okay, well this would fit if, if I just brought it on in here, if I... Hemmed it here or whatever. And then I just don't, and it sits in my closet. So right. it's like, make right. a decision, set a timeline, maybe either give it away or take it to the tailor and get it altered. Like you keep saying you're going to.
1: It's totally true. You're right. So, like in the course, in the online course I created, that's like, okay, you have piles you're going to make, right? The giveaway pile, the tailor pile, and then the trash. Okay. But I tell them, if you're not actually going to take it to a tailor, then don't put it there. Put it in the giveaway pile because then it's just another thing for you to do that you know if it's really not gonna, you know, like I have a tailor. I have several tailors that I love. I have no problem going to them. They know how to fix things. And it's a really inexpensive way to make pieces into investment pieces, you know, whether it's the jeans that don't really fit your waist or your hips or the skirt or that's too long and you would be cute if you shortened it. Whatever those things are, it's actually much less expensive to do that than to go buy something new. If it's something you're already wearing and you're enjoying it and loving it, but it's that extra task, right? It's that extra time it's going to take for you to put it on your schedule, drop it off, pick it up, you know? So if you're not willing to do it, then you should just get rid of it and then find something to replace it. Mm Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and just commit, <laughs> either make make a decision one way or another. So now
1: I'm telling you, you need to commit to all those pieces that are in your closet to get rid of them. Or by the, let's say the end of April, if you mm. haven't taken them to the tailor, then they need to go away. Because here's the other thing, like I, all of the clothes that I give away, they go to a women's shelter. There's a woman out there who is left in an abusive relationship, is on her own, is homeless, is looking for a job. Could be a college kid who just needs some extra pieces, doesn't have the extra money. There's somebody out there who's gonna wear and love those things instead of them just sitting in your closet and collecting dust. Mm -hmm. And knowing that, I think some women, it's a lot easier for them to let go of those pieces. And then for the investment pieces that you have, you know, for the really high-end pieces, some of my customers have, there's places like Cancer Cartel, there's other dress for success where they take high-end pieces. And then they resell them for you know donation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a good perspective that you know you holding on to it for that what if possibility, there are better ways to do it. One thing Absolutely. you wrote in your chapter in Spark Your Shift was this story or this example of being in a conference and there was a woman on stage, and the whole oh. time she was like fidgeting with her outfit because it didn't fit very well. Oh. And it was so funny that you're like, I don't even know
1: what she was selling right? (laughs) because that's all you remembered, Right. That's one of the talks. It's part of my talk that I give for people are living money on the table when they're entrepreneurs, business people. And that's one of my favorite things because this woman literally paid to be on stage. She had five minutes on stage. She paid whoever the organizer was to go up and give her pitch. And she literally was so uncomfortable in what she was wearing. She kept pulling at her top because it was like sticking to her body. And she was literally so uncomfortable and self-conscious. And I couldn't get past that. She was just, she kept pulling at her clothes. And I was like, wow. Like at, at the end, I was like, I have no idea what she was talking about because I was so distracted by what she was doing. And I thought, imagine if she had taken 10 minutes to just put something on that she felt beautiful and confident in. She would have been standing up there on that stage and just beaming. And I would have heard every word of what she was saying and probably would have bought whatever it was she was selling. But it was just so mind boggling to me. And it, look, it happens a lot. People don't realize that when you walk up on stage, you're being held under a m- microscope. You know, People have nowhere else to look, nothing else to do. You want them looking at you, but I see people who don't wear proper undergarments, don't wear clothes that fit properly. Sometimes speakers get up on stage and they're wearing the same color as the backdrop, or they have big, huge earrings and they're clinking against the microphone. There's just all these little things that sometimes you don't know what you don't know. But what you're wearing is such a huge part of it because... A lot of people, especially for women, when we wear something we're confident in and we love, we shine. Yeah. And if we're not, we won't. Yeah, it is. It's that confidence.
0: And if you're gonna, if you're gonna take the time and you're gonna be on stage and it's gonna be a big thing, like, yeah, okay, I get being nervous and fidgety, and that's one side of it. But if what you're wearing actually doesn't represent who you want to showcase right. and how you want to show up on stage right. or in
1: any area of your life. Right. Yeah. There's it's just... tough. Yeah. I have an event that I went to. It, there was a, um, a realtor sitting next to me and her blouse was popping open and her zipper of her pants was actually like busted. It was, mm-hmm. her clothes were so tight. And look, I get not everybody has a lot of money and we have budgets, but I would have trouble recommending her to a client, because what if she showed up to a client meeting like that? Whereas you could have gone to Walmart, Target. I mean, there's all kinds of places you can go, the thrift store, where you can find things that are inexpensive, that fit you, that fit the body you have now. Mm -hmm. And so that you can show up as the best version of yourself that's really what i want to encourage women to do is show up as the best version of yourself. You're worth it. You're beautiful, you're phenomenal. We forget that, you know? We always think we're less than. And so one of my regular posts is you're beautiful, you're phenomenal, you're amazing, you're strong, you're powerful. Like own that. And yeah. and just be okay with whatever your body shape is, no matter what the scale says, no matter what your size is.
0: Oh, i love that. And it's it's so cool to me that that's such a big part of my message too, but you do it in such a a different way that it fits together so beautifully that there's this message coming at people from all different directions. It's like show up and be the person you came here to be, share the message that's in you, share what's on right. your heart And to do that in a way that you feel confident doing it, that you feel radiant, that you want to be seen. It's like such a big piece
1: of what you help with. Yes. I want people to be able to show up and feel confident and beautiful, no matter what they're wearing, you know, and you don't, you don't have to spend a lot of money. A lot of my fun pieces, I buy them on sale. I buy them at inexpensive stores, but I know the difference between okay, I know I only spent $30 at that particular store. It's an inexpensive piece. It'll probably last me this year. And then there's other pieces that I really invest money in. I had like this blazer. I got it on sale from, I think J.Crew, but I've had it for three years. I will probably have it for another three. And it was a more expensive piece, but the cost per wear is crazy, like a buck, two bucks maybe, because it's a, it's, constantly in my rotation. And so it's worth it for me at that time in my life to spend a little bit more money on something, on something that I know I'm going to wear all the time. Yeah. That's one thing that
0: I have in my, (laughs) my manifesting list is like, I'm so excited instead of saying, Oh my God, I hate my clothes. I hate my wardrobe. (laughs) I'm so excited to have a closet full of high quality clothes that I love. And since I've shifted that too, I've had, I've been like, Gifted clothes that I love. Amazing. Quality that it's just like it's beginning to shift and it's really cool and it feels better than opening my closet and just thinking, oh, I hate this. I'm like, no, I'm excited. I might not have everything that I want and that I love yet, but I'm
1: excited to. Sure. And there's so many sites now, like Real Real and Macari and Where you can buy resale, you know, I know this gal who buys really expensive handbags, but she buys them secondhand. So she spends, you know, half of the money on them. And it's the same thing with blazers or jackets or and honestly, as much as I don't like shopping on Amazon, you can find a lot of great things on Amazon too. There's there's so many retailers right now that are still trying to kind of catch up because people aren't wearing the clothes like they used to. And so they're still discounting things and You can find a local boutique. I have a local boutique that I love to give my business to, and they have great quality clothes, great customer service. And so it's really just about finding those places and being willing to invest in yourself. That's what it is. It's an investment in yourself and how you start your day and how you feel when you wake up. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love
0: this. I love that you're sharing this message and... Helping women to step into that worthiness of making those, even if it's just a small investment, but like putting some energy and some money into how you look, how you show up in the world and how the world sees you as
1: how amazing you really are. And it really has a ripple effect. You know, if I show up, if you show up and you're feeling amazing, then that's how, you know, that's how you're showing up. And how many people are you going to touch with your amazingness? Right. And then how many people are those people going to touch? And it just really creates a ripple effect instead of starting your day kind of grumpy and frustrated and not feeling beautiful. And it really, it makes all the difference in the world.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, this has been so good. Where can people find you online? Where do you hang out? I know we dropped your Instagram earlier, stylish curvy girl on Instagram. Yes.
1: So I, my website is turnkeystyle.com and I'm on Instagram at stylish curvy girl and Facebook at stylish curvy girl. I'm on LinkedIn and you can reach out to me on Facebook. I'm just Elisa Ellis. I actually do videos every day, Monday through Thursday with quick tips and style information, closet edits. And I love helping people. You know, I do complimentary style strategy sessions. And a lot of people reach out to me on Instagram with messages, you know, like, what about somebody just reached out? How do I find curvy jeans? Okay, so I'll just send you a list of places you can look, but I'm all about helping women feel more beautiful in their skin. Cool. I love that.
0: And you have a free gift to the three secrets to look slimmer without losing any weight, too. Yes. So
1: it's at turnkey style forward slash three secrets. And um, the other thing they can do is turnkey style forward slash YBS. Y is in yellow, B is in boy, S is in Sam. It's your body shape. I really think it helps women if they know what their body shape is when they go shopping. And so it's a guide to figure out what your body shape is and it'll. It'll give you a download of these are the best outfits for apple shape. These are the best types of clothes for pear. And so it's just a free downloadable gift.
0: Cool, I love that. And you wrote about that in Spark Your Shift as well. So if yes. you haven't yet read Spark Your Shift, then definitely hop over to Amazon and yes. grab that. I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah, you can read both, Alisa. Absolutely, and my it's a great daughter. book. Yeah. Yeah. It is really good because there's so much different, um, like I mentioned that your work and my work is so similar and a lot of it is centered around, you know, making a big shift in your life, going sure. after your next level or whatever it is that you feel is calling you and in different ways, different perspectives and different things to think about based on Absolutely. wherever you might be. Yeah. hmm I love
1: that. Thanks so much for having me. It's been great being here and chatting with you about how to feel better, look better and dress better.
0: Yeah. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here, Alisa. Thanks again. And thank you to everyone listening. I will catch you on the next episode. It was such a pleasure to have you tune into this episode. If you'd like to connect with me further, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Chelsea Benzel. I would love to hear your takeaways, comments, or questions. If you have any, feel free to reach out to me in my DMs or in any of my social media content. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you left a review and let me know what you like most about it. Thanks so much for listening,
1: love. I'll catch you on the next episode.